John chapter 20, verse 1. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early, while it was still dark, and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. It had been lifted out, lifted out of the groove across the entrance. Verse 2. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple whom Jesus tenderly loved and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't, do not know where they have laid him. Verse 3. Upon this, Peter and the other disciple came out and they went toward the tomb. And they came running together, but the other disciple outrun Peter and arrived first at the tomb. So verse 5. And stooping down, he saw the linen clothes lying there, and he did not enter. Then Simon Peter came up, following him, and went into the tomb and saw the linen clothes lying there. But the burial napkin, the handkerchief, which had been around his head, was not lying with the other linen clothes, but was still rolled up, wrapped around and around in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, went in too, and he saw what was, and was convinced and believed. For as yet they did not know or understand the statement of Scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Verse 10. Then the disciples went back again to their homes, their lodging places. But Mary remained standing outside the tomb, sobbing. As she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting there, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Verse 13. And they said to her, Woman, why are you sobbing? And she told them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. 14. On this saying, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she did not recognize that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you crying? For whom are you looking? Supposing that it was the gardener, she replied, Sir, if you carried him away from here, tell me where you have put him, and I, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. Turning around to him in Hebrew, Rabbani, she said, which means teacher or master. Verse 17, Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brethren and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, and to my God and your God. Verse 18, Away came Mary Magdalene, bringing the disciples' news, word that she had seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her. Then, Verse 19, then on that same day of the week, when it was evening, though the disciples were behind closed doors for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them. Peace to you. So saying, he showed them his hands and his side. And when the disciples saw the Lord, they were filled with joy. Verse 21. Then Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. Just as the Father has sent me forth, so I'm sending you. And having said this, he breathed on them 
and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Now having received the Holy Spirit, he began, and being led and directed by him, If you forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of anyone, they are retained. Verse 24. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples kept telling him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see his hands, in his hands, the marks made by the nails, and I put my fingers into the nail prints, and I put my hand into his side, I will never believe it. 26. Eight days later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came through, though they were behind closed doors, and stood among them and said, Peace to you. Verse 27. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here and see my hands. Put your hand and place it in my side. Do not be faithless and incredulous, but stop your unbelief and believe. 28. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Because you have seen me, Thomas, do you now believe, trust in, and have faith? Blessed and happy to be envied are those who have never seen me and yet have believed and adhered to and trusted in and relied on me. There are also many other signs and miracles which Jesus performed in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written, recorded, in order that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Anointed One, the Son of God, and that through believing and cleaving to, trusting in and relying upon him, you may have life through and in his name. Okay, John 21, verse 1. After this, Jesus let himself be seen and revealed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And he did it this way. There were together Simon Peter and Thomas, called the twin, and Nathaniel from Cana of Galilee, and also the sons of Zebedee, the two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. And they said to him, We're coming with you. So they went out and got into the boat, and throughout the night they caught nothing. Verse 4. Morning was already breaking when Jesus came to the beach and stood there. However, the disciples did not know it was Jesus. So Jesus said to them, Boys, or children, you do not have any meat, any fish, do you? Have you, have you caught anything to eat along with your bread? And they answered him, No. Verse 6, And he said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you'll find some. So they cast the net, and now they were not able to haul it in, for it was such a big catch. A fish. Verse 7. Then the, then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. Simon Peter, hearing him say that it was the Lord, um, put on his upper gar garment, his fisherman's coat or outer tunic, for he was stripped um, for work. And he sprang into the sea. 
And the other disciples came in the small boat, for they were not far from shore, only some hundred yards away, dragging the net full of fish. When they got out on land, the beach, they saw a fire of coals and there, and fish lying on it, cooking, and bread. Verse 10, And Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish which you have caught, have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net to the land, full of large fish, 153 of them. And there were so many of them that the net was torn. And Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. But none of the disciples ventured or dared to ask him, Who are you? Because they were well aware they knew that it was the Lord. Verse 13. And Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and also with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus revealed himself, appeared and was manifest to the disciples after he had risen from the dead. When they had eaten, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these others do? With with reasoning, intentional, spiritual devotion as one loves the Father. And he said to them, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. That I have a deep, instinctive, personal affection for you as a close friend. And Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. Verse 16. Again, he said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? With reasoning, intention, and spiritual, spiritual devotion as one loves the Father. And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you that I have a deep, instinctive, personal affection for you as a close friend. He said to him, Shepherd, tend my sheep. Verse 17, he said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me with a deep, instinctive, personal affection for me as a close friend? Peter was grieved. He was saddened and hurt that he should ask him a third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you, that I have a deep, instinctive, personal affection for you as a close friend. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. So this is the amplified version. And in the Greek language, there are many forms of love. And so... When Jesus is asking him, does he love him the first couple of times, he's using a different word. He's using the one that is deeper than a friend. It's the way that you love God. And, he, and Peter never responds in the same way. You know, I believe that this was a testing of Peter because Peter had denied with his mouth the association with the Lord. When, you know, before the rooster crowed, when Jesus was being tortured, then now Jesus had to say with his mouth, or Peter had to say with his mouth three times how much he loved and would serve the Lord and serve God. And so that Jesus could clear charges for him in the courts of heaven. So if you know about the courts of heaven, you will know that um, things happen there, um, that Jesus contends for us and he uses what we say and what we do as evidence 
to overcome the enemy in our life. So I believe this, that's why he had Peter say three times that he loved him was because he had denied him three times rapidly in rapid su succession. It is one of my favorite passages in the book. Okay. Verse 18. I assure you, I most solemnly tell you, when you were young, you girded yourself, you put on your own belt or girdle, and you walked about wherever you pleased to go. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will put a girl around you and carry you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate by what kind of death Peter would glorify God. After this, he said to him, follow me. Verse 20. But Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following the one who had leaned back on his breast at the supper table and said, Lord, who is it that's going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? And Jesus said to him, if I want him to stay and survive until I come, what is it to you? What concern of it is yours? You follow me. So the word went out among the brethren and disciples that, uh, that this disciple was not going to die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he was not going to die. But if you want, if I want him to live until I come, what is that to you? It is this same disciple who is bearing witness to these things and who has recorded and written them as, what, as we know that this testimony is true. And there are also many other things which Jesus did. If they should all be recorded one by one, I suppose not even the world itself could contain or have room for the books that would be written. <clears throat> 